You're listening to the Stronger Than Before podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Johnston. Let's get into this week's episode. Okay, let's talk about saunas. I have heard so much about saunas lately. I feel like it's everything anyone in the fitness industry is talking about right now, whether it be doing a sauna challenge or just experimenting with doing it more often, or whether it's someone who's been going to the sauna for a long time. Um, I have heard all about it. Even in my family's group chat, my family has a health group chat on Marco Polo, and I remember hearing someone mention saunas, and I just thought, yep, if it's in my family group chat, it's definitely a big thing right now. It's a trend. And at first I was like, is this a trend just because, you know, there's all kinds of fad diets or things that trend in the fitness industry, but there's also some trends that are actually good and worth trying. And I figured I would do a little bit of research myself and see if, you know, the science backed it up and experiment with it a little bit and see if I personally felt any impact from doing a sauna. So I, at my gym, we have saunas there. Um, They're in the locker rooms, which is nice. They're just, you know, kind of behind the shower area. And I decided I would do a week of testing it out and let you know how that went for me. So I actually not a big fan of saunas to start out with. I had been in one once before and it made me feel super claustrophobic and hot, obviously. So I kind of had a negative connotation in my mind with saunas. It kind of felt like torture to me. And, you know, since this is all about wellness, I figured what's the point of doing something that I hate? Um, Well, apparently I was wrong because, you know, if it does have health benefits, then it's worth pushing myself. And so I figured I would see if I experienced any of the health benefits that people talk about with saunas. And so I did. This last week, I have been going into the sauna for anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes after my gym sessions or runs, just sitting in there, reading a book and trying to relax while my mind is honestly not really enjoying what I'm putting myself through. I feel like for a lot of people, they don't hate it as much as I do. And I'm trying to get over that because, well, there are some health benefits that a lot of people are talking about um, when it comes to the sauna. And so I did my best and I think I went in for about four sessions this last week. I didn't know what to expect and it was difficult, although it did get easier over time. 
The first session was definitely the hardest and I was sweating literally so much. That's one thing about saunas and I don't know if this happens to everyone. I think it does happen to most people who do longer sessions in the sauna. Um, But I was dripping and especially because it was after a really tough workout. I just was sweating like crazy and I realized it's kind of weird like when you don't have anything to do like you're not really supposed to take your phone or like your watch or any kind of technology in there so I was like what am I even gonna do for like 15-20 minutes isn't that kind of sad though on a side note like even just going 15-20 minutes and wondering like what am I gonna do without my phone in there anyway I used that as a way for me to read because as you guys know I've been on a little bit of a slump when it comes to my reading goal, trying to hit 50 books this year, and not doing as good this past month. I have been super busy, and I know that's not an excuse. I should make the time, and I have been. This week, I decided to kind of habit stack. So whenever I would go in the sauna, 15 to 20 minutes, I would read. And it really did help me to kind of zone out a little bit. Um, I would still be sweating like crazy, but it also gave me something else that I was trying to accomplish, which was really nice. So I've been reading the Inheritance Games um, in the sauna. It's like my sauna book and several chapters in. It's been good. Um, I kind of feel like that girl when I'm reading my book in there because I've seen other um, girls bring a book in and I always thought, wow, like I want to do that. And so I did. And so, yeah, after the first few days, I started to get more used to it. Um, Although, like, it's kind of like running where you do get more used to it and you definitely improve, but it doesn't stop being hard. So I was able to stay in there longer um, by, like, my last session. I was able to stay in there for 20 minutes. And... It felt fine. I was dripping with sweat and I realized I do need to bring like a towel or something because my gym, they offer towels, but you have to pay a lot extra, which totally understand because whatever. But so I brought my own towel um, so I don't have to like use paper towels. And yeah. I personally feel like I have seen some benefits and I don't know if it is the sauna. It's hard to tell. Maybe it's a little too early to actually tell if that's the thing that's causing these benefits. But when I leave the gym after the sauna, I feel refreshed every time. I feel so good. And coming out from the really warm room into an air-conditioned gym is so nice. Like It's my favorite feeling when I'm in there. And I'm trying to push myself. I just remind myself, you're going to love how it feels when you walk out of here and the cold air is going to hit you and you're going to feel amazing. So that's one thing that I always have to remind myself. And it's true. Like, even though in the moment it may not be super comfortable, right after it's going to feel great. And so, yeah, when you walk out, it feels amazing. But not just that, like on the drive home and Whatever I do after the gym, I feel so much more productive and focused. And I just feel like I have a new level of clarity in my mind. So that's something that I noticed. 
Um, another thing is, I don't know, like my skin actually feels a little bit better, like almost as if, I don't know, I was trying to tell, explain this to Quinn and I don't know if it's just me. So this may not at all be something that's science backed. I will get more into the research in a little bit, but I'm just trying to explain my experience with it first. I feel like my skin is like smoother and that it's like a little bit less puffy. Um, I don't know if that's something related to the sauna, but that's something I've noticed this week. I also feel like I'm sleeping slightly better. Um, so yeah, those are the main things that I've noticed. I also like to bring my water bottle into the sauna with me just so that I can have like some cool water if I desperately need to be slightly cooler than I am in there. So that's something I would recommend. And if you're going to try the sauna, also maybe bring a book, give yourself something to do. Or you could take that time for meditation and mindfulness. I think if I didn't have my book, that's probably what I would be doing. Some other people like to visit. If you're going to the gym with a friend, then obviously you can just chat with your friend. It's nice to catch up. But when you're in the sauna, I would highly suggest habit stacking with something else. Um, if you're by yourself, at least. I love to read the book. And I feel like that helps me to push through and make sure I get a good amount of time done. And since I don't have like my phone or my watch in there, I can't really tell the time. And I was just thinking I should tell the gym, like, will you put the, a clock in there or something? Because I want to know how long I've been in there. But for me, I've just been measuring time by like, I'll say this many pages. And I know how long that takes me to read that usually. So that's what I've been doing for that. Um, it's been fun because when I'm in there, I feel like it's like a cool girls club. Uh, I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like we just all kind of have a deeper understanding because um, we're going through something hard together. For some people, it's probably not as hard as it is for me, but I really have to push myself those last few minutes, especially like when I'm sweating a ton and I've just had a really hard workout. It's hard. And there's something about that, like it being so hard and still choosing to do it like for myself and for my benefit that is so satisfying in its own way even though I feel like that's kind of crazy and it probably does sound a little bit weird to people but I love putting myself in uncomfortable situations where I know that I'm going to be better because of it and yeah so honestly after this week I think I'm gonna keep doing the sauna like after my gym sessions when I have time I don't see why I wouldn't like so far I'm seeing some benefits. There are some other science backed benefits that um, I'm about to get into. And yeah, so I would say it was worth it. And if you have access to a sauna, definitely try it. See if you can notice any of these benefits yourself, because, you know, if there are science backed benefits, why wouldn't you want to see, you know? Um, so yeah, I guess I'm going to go ahead and start talking about some of those benefits. So first of all, where do saunas come from? What are their origins? I feel like this is important to understand more about saunas because the background kind of gives us a little bit of information. 
Saunas actually originate from Finland. They, it translates to bathhouse. So they're a tradition there and it has been for a very long time. Um, and because of this, a lot of studies have actually come from Finland. And that's where we get so much of this data and research that I'm going to be talking about. Um, specifically one main doctor, and I can't remember his name, but has done studies um, that help us to understand the benefits of sauna. And lots of these studies have found that frequent sauna usage is associated with lower risk of death from many different causes. Um, so essentially all cause mortality. And the more frequent bathing in sauna, the more health benefits there are. It has a dose-dependent nature. So basically, the amount of time spent in the sauna and the frequency is very important to when it comes to those health benefits that are associated with them. And that's something that I really started to understand better is how important it is to stick to a certain amount of time and a certain amount of a certain frequency if you do want to experience these benefits that I'm going to be talking about. And just to put it out there, there are a lot of health benefits, but there is not a ton of research in this topic right now um, for things like frequency. Um, you know, all these different variables um, can create different outcomes and there is so much research that still needs to be done to determine the optimal benefits and what conditions can produce that. So there is a lot of good research, and I'm going to be talking about that. But this is something that there is a need for more. Um, you know, it can be hard to establish causality in studies. So that is something that is tricky when it comes to any kind of research. But there is a lot of good research in here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get into some of the benefits that are talked about. And then after that, I'll talk more about how we can effectively use saunas to achieve those benefits. So the number one thing that you're going to see everywhere is that sauna equals better cardiovascular fitness. Um, essentially, it's just helping your cardiovascular health. And a lot of the other benefits are related to this because, for example, better brain function can likely be caused by better cardiovascular health because of increased blood flow to the brain and things like that. Other benefits are improved mood and mental health may be associated with sauna. Um, higher levels of immunity, decreased likelihood of dementia. This is something that is super big and there are numbers like 60 to 66% lower chance likelihood of um, dementia if you're using the sauna frequently. Um, decreased likelihood of Alzheimer's um, and then all-cause mortality. Um, another benefit may be improved endurance exercise. So for example, something like running is definitely an endurance exercise. And so for me, realizing that a sauna 
has a likelihood of improving your endurance really helped me to think this is something I need to be taking seriously. Um, so all of these benefits may be because of the sauna. And there are some that are more prominent than others, I think, especially cardio cardiovascular health. Um, so next I'm going to be talking a little bit more about how we can effectively use the saunas to achieve these things. So number one, adapting to the sauna can take a little while. And this was kind of um, validating for me because like I talked about a little bit earlier, I got really hot and sweaty when I was first trying this out. And that's normal. So if you are uncomfortable um, in the sauna and you're a beginner, it's just going to be take a little bit of time for you to get used to it because it's all about adaptation. And I think this is super cool because as humans, there are so many different things in life that we're going to have to adapt to. And it's just a really cool metaphor that something that's hard at first is going to become more natural to you um, over time. And I think this is a great way to become a stronger version of yourself. So. I officially endorse this because <laughs> it fits the message of this podcast. But anyway, so yeah, it may be harder for you to stay in the sauna for an extended period of time. Like maybe even five minutes might feel like a lot if you're just starting. And that was definitely the case for me in my first few times. Um, and then as you continue to do this, you will improve. And Something interesting is that the sauna is actually mimicking cardiovascular exercise. For example, when you're in the sauna, the temperature is elevated, so your body temperature is elevated. You are sweating. These are things that happen when you often do cardiovascular exercise, right? Um, so if you can adapt well to using the sauna, you will be better prepared to be adapted to cardiovascular exercises. For example, running, running in the heat. When you increase your body temperature through another activity, it makes sense for your body and you are able to adapt. You have already adapted, so you can hold that longer and better. Um, and before I get into any more of this, I do want to make sure I say like, if you have a medical condition, um, this is something that you want to talk over with a medical professional before deciding to like hop in the sauna for a long time. Um, just make sure that before you apply any of this, like you are definitely involving medical professionals in this decision. Um, the next thing is temperature for the sauna. And from the research that I looked through, Anywhere from between 140 to 200 degrees is kind of the sweet spot. Probably somewhere in the middle of there is good. Um, I know when I was in the sauna um, just a few days ago, I checked the temperature and it said it was 150. So I guess that's kind of on the lower end of it. I, I was listening to a podcast from Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and she said that she usually does 186 degrees, which is definitely more high, but she has adapted to the heat. So it's different for everyone. If you're in a public place like a gym, you may not have as much control over that. But if you have your own sauna, then you may be able to control it to more of what you can handle at the time. When it comes to duration, 
how long we should stay in the sauna, it's important to remember that duration is crucial to achieving some of the health benefits. Um, there is this crazy statistic that I think is important to remember, and it's all about car- cardiovascular disease. And there is an 8% decrease in likelihood of dying from cardiovascular disease when you stay in the sauna for 11 minutes. However, if you stay in the sauna for 20 minutes, this percent goes up to 50%. So there is a big jump in this decreased likelihood of dying from cardiovascular disease when you stay in the sauna for a longer period of time. And this blew my mind because it's just such a big number. Like, it's so important that you try to, you know, push yourself if you can, if you're able to. Like, obviously, take the time you need to adapt. Um, If you need, like, a few weeks to kind of, like, get used to it, or maybe even longer than that. But, you know, the 50% decrease in likelihood of dying from cardiovascular vascular disease is crazy to me and that's just from doing 20 minutes in the sauna so nine minutes more and it goes up 50 percent um so yeah i would i'm probably going to be aiming for 20 minute sessions just based on this research in the future um how often we should do sauna it it looks like the sweet spot is right at four times a week, which is actually how many sessions I did this last week. And that was not really intentional. I hadn't done all of this research until like near the end of my experiment. And people who use the sauna four to seven times a week have a 40% lower risk of dying from all causes of death than people who use the sauna only one time a week. Um, so this just kind of shows that like what I was saying, frequency and duration. Those are the things you need to remember. It's not just like you can hop in the sauna one day and make up for it. It's not something you can do, you know, you you can procrastinate. It's something that you have to be consistent with. And I think this is a really good message. And it's really important to remember that consistency is going to, it's going to be the key for everything. If you can be consistent with something, you're going to see results. And this is definitely the case for sauna. Um, so yeah, definitely make it part of your regular routine if you decide that sauna is for you. I'm going to make sure I'm going uh, most days after the gym. I think if I run outside for a long run, I may not do the sauna after because my body temperature will already be pretty high. Um, but you know, based on how I'm feeling and if I feel like it's right for me, I'm definitely going to be aiming to use the sauna at least four times a week. And I would recommend, it's just, you know, not medical advice for me, but based on the research I've seen, four times a week is definitely the sweet spot. When it comes to hydrating yourself, um, you need to remember that, you know, you're going to be losing a lot of, uh, you're going to be sweating a lot. So, you do need to hydrate yourself after the sauna. Um, you know, maybe you'll be losing electrolytes or sodium. So you could drink some kind of electrolyte supplement. Liquid IV is great. Uh, Noon has electrolytes. But anyway, just make sure you're staying hydrated after. I talked about how during 
my sauna time, I would drink water during it. And after doing some research, I'm thinking, you know, maybe this wasn't the best approach because the whole point of doing the sauna is to raise your body temperature and drinking cold water would regulate that. And so, you know, maybe that's not the best thing, but definitely rehydrate after the sauna. Um, The last thing I wanted to talk about is where you should avoid saunas um, based on the research is number one, do not drink alcohol while doing the sauna. So this can be super dangerous. And I just want to make sure everyone knows drinking alcohol and the sauna, they do not coexist well. Um, Two, children don't really have the same thermal regulation mechanisms that adults necessarily do. So especially for really young children, you should probably avoid the saunas. Not that they're, I don't know if many children use saunas, but five minutes is probably the max time for like an older child, but young children probably should avoid the saunas. Um, Research is also suggesting that in general, it's probably best for pregnant women to not do the sauna. Um, Again, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, I listened to her podcast. She talked about how when she was pregnant, she stayed out of the sauna because there's research that suggests it leads to fetal abnormalities. So it's definitely something you'd want to avoid. Um, I I think that's actually most of what I have to say about the saunas. I feel like this has been something I've really enjoyed researching and learning a lot about. I think it's fascinating that there are so many health benefits. And some of these statistics are crazy. Like just this one that keeps standing out to me is how often you need to be doing the sauna if you want to experience the same benefits. And also staying in for 20 minutes can increase um, you know, the percentage or it brings it up from 8% to 50%. Um, of a decrease in likelihood of dying from cardiovascular disease. And that's just insane to me. Um, But overall, doing this research has really helped me to feel like saunas are something worthwhile. Um, Another doctor, Dr. Peter Peter Atiyah, um, also talked about how a couple years ago he wasn't really big on saunas, but over time, he's seen this research coming about, mostly research from Finland, um, just showing how important or how many benefits there really are um, from saunas. And I think as time continues, we'll see even more research coming out. And of course, we always want to be up to date on the research, but it looks like for now, the science is backing sauna. Um, So I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to be doing saunas um, from now on. And even though it's hard for me, it's not something that necessarily comes naturally. I think it's worth it. And it's something that I want to push myself out of my comfort zone because I know it will make me healthier, will make me stronger and hopefully help me to live a longer and happier life. And that's the goal, isn't it? So Anyway, thank you for joining me today for this episode. I hope it helps you understand more about sauna and more about the benefits that come from it. Um, 
I hope that you have some good sauna sessions and that it's not quite as uncomfortable as it is for me, um, for you. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. Um, let's try to be the strongest we can and we're going to accomplish a lot together. So I hope you guys have a great rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stronger Than Before podcast. I hope that this episode meant something to you. Please consider leaving a review or sharing this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Last but not least, you are so much stronger than you know, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you next time.